Welcome to Let's Talk About Bliss, the perfect side dish to your already almost perfect Takus Day, where we talk bliss, life, learning, and fun. I'm Heather, CEO and founder of Connecting to Bliss Coaching and a Jay Shetty Certified Life and Success Coach, NLP practitioner, and lover of most all things. I am here to share all that I have learned about bliss in a real, vulnerable, and fun way. Together, we will journey through this awesome life, hopefully eating as many tacos as possible. So sit back, grab your salsa, cheese, and tacos, and let's connect to our bliss. Hi everyone, it's Heather from, what's my podcast called? Let's talk about bliss. Oh my God. So today is interesting because I already recorded this podcast. I did. I was all like prepared and last week I recorded two episodes and then all week this week I have been like, I hate it. I hate that episode because I felt like I was a blowhard. I felt like I was annoying. (laughs) (laughs) and I don't want to be annoying I want to be here to show up for people and be real and be funny and be silly and share the lessons that I learned along the way and while part of that episode is the lessons I also need to check myself and make sure that I'm being real and so I'm re-recording this which I don't normally do um, but this is an important topic that I feel like it's worth me re-recording So here I am re-recording this episode on Monday to release tomorrow. So hopefully this goes well. (laughs) The reason that I'm re-recording this episode is because it's about something that is super important. Um, It's about grief. And I'll tell you a brief reason why this is so important to me right now. As some of you may know, I lost my dear mother-in-law on the 1st of May. Um, She battled a really long time and she had a double lung transplant about two, just over two years ago. And um, things started going poorly for her kind of last summer, but really in the fall, things started to kind of go downhill. And unfortunately, her body rejected the, the lungs that were blessed. She was blessed with two years ago. So we lost her on the 1st of May. And so my family and I are grappling with grief. Uh, Obviously, she was my mother-in-law, so my relationship with her was very different than that of my husband and his, his brother and his father. But I wanted to talk about how annoying grief is. (laughs) It truly is annoying because it's just one of those things that comes and goes. It's like, it's like the sock that's got the hole in it that you keep wanting to get rid of, but you don't. And every few weeks you'll put it on and be like, God, stupid sock with a hole in it. Why didn't I throw this out? And not to say that I would like have the ability to throw out my grief, but it is one of those things that just keeps coming back and it comes in waves. It'll, I'll be fine one minute and then completely not fine the next minute. And it's really interesting to to be going through this journey because while I've lost people in my life before, all of my grandparents have passed. I lost a very good friend of mine um, when I was just after high school. This 
grief is landing so much different because I'm far more aware. I'm far more connected to who I am and how I feel. I was very shut off before when I lost those other people. And so this is the first time that I've ever really been able to feel grief in its entirety. And it's different, man. Like it is, it's something, it's something because I don't think there's been a day since we found out that mom was going to pass on like the 23rd of April that I haven't cried. I I feel like I want to have one of those, like if anyone ever watched the office, was it the office? I don't know. I, I remember seeing a sign somewhere that says like how many days since the last uh, outbreak or emotional outburst. And I want to have one of those signs. It's like how many days since the last time I cried and it would be zero. <laughs> I think about this almost every day, zero days since I've cried. And I don't judge myself for that. I think it's funny. I think it's because it's it's so different than how I've dealt with grief in the past. Um, so I'm able to look back and laugh at it. And that's how I deal with, with things anyway, as I tried to find the humor in it. But it truly is like, it lingers like a bad smell does. <laughs> you had a really bad spark or something. Like it is just always kind of lingering there behind me. It's always that, 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 that I can see it there. I can feel it. And some days, some moments I'm like totally fine. And I'm goofy and laughing and being myself. And then the next minute I am a puddle of shit. Like truly it comes on so fast. It comes on hard, but then it's like gone in that, in a split second, like I'll virtually like, and then I'll be fine. And I try to use the tools that I learned in my journey of self-development and growth and connecting to self and, and remind myself that the level of grief that I have equates to the amount of love that I had for her. And it means that I truly did love her. I adored her. I thought she was so wonderful. And I look back at her life and, and what she was able to accomplish and what she's gone through and her ability to be brave and to show up. And I mean, she wasn't perfect. Nobody's perfect. Uh, but I, I can look back at her and look at back at this grief and understand that I'm feeling this grief because I loved her so much. And that love doesn't have to go away just because she's not on this world anymore. Um, but I do truly feel as though this journey, like so many other journeys that I've gone through, the universe, thank you, <laughs> is another journey towards practicing surrendering and acceptance because what is grief it is sadness for what is and so if you're able to truly accept what is are you going to still feel sad cool if i'm able to surrender to this journey of life and know that it's not going to last forever for anyone, for myself, for any loved one that I have. Will this grief be as difficult? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. Like I, I, I'm sitting here just even saying the words, wondering, like, if I just accept, okay, mom's gone. This was her journey. Do I allow myself or would I still feel the same grief? And is grief just a fighting 
of the inevitable, fighting of what's truly real, not being present in the moment and not truly accepting it. I'm fighting something that I cannot win. I'm fighting a fight that I cannot win. She's gone. But that doesn't take away the fact that we miss her desperately. <laughs> and it sucks because for someone like my mother-in-law, she fought so hard and she was given this new lease on life. And we were given two more years with her that we probably wouldn't have gotten without this amazing blessing of, of the transplant. But it's like, dang, she was supposed to get longer. She was supposed to get longer. This really sucks. And, but again, that's just another piece of evidence showing that it's, it's just about me fighting the inevitable. She's gone. This was her journey. This is her life. This is how it ended. See, I'm just going through this now, like as I'm talking on this podcast. Yikes. <laughs> it's so much, so much life and death and the seriousness and also the silliness of life is crazy. But I wanted to talk about what has helped me so far in dealing with this, because that's what almost is the worst part of grief is kind of, well, not the worst part, but one of the worst parts about grief is the fear of it taking over. I know my husband and I have talked about this, like, what if it gets to a point where we're not able to function? It's like, oh God, that's hard. Like, this is our, this is his mom. Like, this is our parents and dealing with the realities of my parents are getting older. One day they will pass. And it's like, how do I, how do I understand how to function after? So, I'm trying very hard to look at this journey in the eyes of, okay, this is what's happening. I can't fight it. I can't change it. So what is going to help me to show up in the, in the life that I still have and to still be okay and function and still feel the feelings and know that I'm strong enough to not let the grief take over. And so one of the things that I've been very aware of since this journey of losing mom has happened is simmering in the moments of grief like simmering in the moments of sadness simmering in the moments of fucking pat I'm pissed I'm pissed off I'm mad I don't like that this had to happen and just feeling it as it as it's there because the minute we try and push it away that's when it grows bigger and bigger and bigger what you resist persists so if you resist it, it's going to persist. These feelings of being mad and being pissed off and being super sad, they're going to persist. They're going to keep showing up because they there is no outlet. Or they're going to show in a different way. I talk about this all the time with my clients. Like if you have an emotion, you have to feel it. You have to move through it because if it doesn't show in that way, it'll show up in your body a different way with diseases and, and things like that. And it's so important that we allow ourselves the grace to just feel as it comes because you have to move through the, those emotions. I don't want my body to be riddled with diseases because I was afraid of feeling the feelings. I didn't feel for a long time and I'm done with it. So I'm just, I'm riding the waves of these emotions that come and go and I cry when I have to cry and yeah, just simmer in those, in those, uh, in those feelings. And the next thing that's really helped me, <laughs> and I'm also posting these uh, podcasts on YouTube with video, 
And if you're watching this video, you can see right behind me that I have butterflies, a butterfly poster. And this is a brand new poster that I just put up the other day. And I'll tell you the story of why as we, I was driving to go say goodbye to mom and in Toronto. And there was, I mean, you know, Toronto, if you may not know Toronto, it's a very big city with lots of cars and we're on like the busiest highway. Not very pretty, not very green, not especially beautiful. And then all of a sudden uh, we were going under an underpass and there happened to be a beautiful butterfly painted on the side of this overpass. And I was driving and I was trying to process this, this idea of knowing that I was going to go say goodbye to my, my mother-in-law. And I just, I couldn't, I, it was such a weird, a weird journey in this car, but this butterfly just like out and slapped me in the face. And I was like, wow, what, what how cool is that, that that butterfly is there? And as I was saying goodbye to mom, crying, obviously, and just telling her how much I loved her and all the things. Just getting my composure. Um, I realized that the butterfly was a spot of beauty in shit, <laughs> in terribleness. And that's what she was. So I told her that butterflies were going to be my symbol for her. And so that's why I have these butterflies. And so every day I search for butterflies because I feel like when I see the butterfly, she's with me. And that gives me a lot of solace. That gives me a lot of hope, gives me a lot of love. It helps make me feel good about her rather than sad. And that's what I want to feel. I don't want to always feel sad about her. I want to remember her in a good way. And I also, like I mentioned before, I lost my friend in high school and I have a tattoo on my wrist. It's a, it's a ladybug. And so that helps me remember her fondly as well. So it's like, sure, it's a constant reminder that that person's gone, but it's also a constant reminder of that person that I get to think about that person in a really nice, sweet, loving way. So that has really helped me like butterflies are everywhere now <laughs> whether or not you believe it or not but universe sending me these butterflies to help me deal with these emotions and help me feel good things about her whatever it is but I see butterflies everywhere I was at a restaurant the other day and this woman had a ton of like tattoos and I just I don't know why I stopped and said hey do you have a butterfly tattoo and she had like two butterfly tattoos and I was like oh my god I love it I just love finding them it makes me feel really happy and feel love and yeah sometimes maybe it makes me sad but only for a split minute because then I'm like she's with me still and I love that feeling and that and that's the other thing that helps I was watching a reel today by um oh god what's his name I don't remember his name anyway he's um English comedian now he's like an activist uh, I want to say Richard Branson, but that's definitely not it. Anyway, um, he said that like what gets us through hard times sometimes is believing in something bigger than than ourselves. We get so serious, we get so boxed in by who we are and our world, and that sometimes what allows us to step outside of our world is believing that there's something bigger. There's something bigger than us, and that has really helped me as well it's allowed me to understand that like, although mom's not here on this world, she's out there with whatever bigger person, bigger entity, bigger belief than me. 
and she's not suffering anymore. And those butterflies are being sent to me from her. And that's just my belief. So I'm not saying that that's something you have to believe, but I believe that there is something bigger than, than me and us on this journey. And it is giving me so much comfort because it's not over when our physical bodies die. There's something bigger that we are sent here to learn and to grow and to be better. And it's actually also, can't believe I'm saying this, but I had this like thought come into my head mm -hmm. and I wondered if, what if we can't, because we don't know what's going to happen after we die, right? Like we just don't have any true idea. We don't have any concrete proof. But what if that's not ever going to be a thing? We can't ever know what's on the other side of, of life and death because life is hard. Life is all about struggle and learning and growing and getting out of our comfort zone and what if the reason we can't know it's on the other side of death is because we wouldn't truly be able to be here because it's so much awesome more awesome on the other side what if what if we would just be like if we knew how great it was on the other side we'd be like tap, tap me out this is way too hard this is so hard and I and I don't want to deal with this I'm just going to go and have a good time on the other side I wonder if that's the reason maybe we don't know what happens after death because none of us would choose it we would always choose the because uh, <laughs> we are lazy lazy souls sometimes we don't like to struggle we don't like to do these things but it's where the real growth happens hmm. yeah so my first podcast was all about finding the the gift in, in grief and and I agree that there is a gift in grief because if you allow yourself to find the gift and you allow yourself to move through the annoying bullshit of it not being great and it's never at a good time and it lingers like the bad smell but it can be a gift because if you allow yourself to become more aware of who you are and what your tools are and what allows you to feel better those are the new awarenesses that you're going to have that'll allow you to move through other grief other things you're going to lose probably more people and so how do you use this grief journey to help you moving forward anyway I hope this helps for you um if you're going through grief I feel you I give you a big big giant hug and the only other thing I just want to say to you is that just give yourself some grace grief is it's real and just be kind to yourself and reach out to someone that can honestly understand and listen to you in a way that allows you to feel supported. But yeah, to my mom, I love you. And thank you so much for listening today. I hope you got something useful. And if you have any questions or feedback, um, about what I've talked about today. I'd be happy to, to chat to you, but thanks so much for joining and we'll see you next time or hear you next time. Rather, you'll hear me. Anyway, bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here and listening to Let's Talk About Bliss. 
Be sure to follow me at, on Instagram at HeatherTheCoach or check out my website at www.connectingtoblisscoaching.com to find out how we could work together if you want to connect to your bliss.